The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you this Sunday. But before we get to that, as always, let's take a look at how we did on Saturday and not bad. Look, Jamie coming through with Duke there. They had a nice run winning the ACC. Prop Stars coming through with DeAndre Ayton over 17 and a half points. Well done on that one. Uh, we go three and one in the MLS. We go three and one in college baseball yesterday. Now, I'll tell you the funny thing real quick is that the site that I use for streaming and for also score checking had Auburn winning the entire day. I thought that Auburn had won. I didn't get the chance to watch that game. And they come to find out they actually lost. So uh, I won't mention that site, but we're a little upset with that one. But we'll take that day six and two for sure. Now, the most important thing today is Selection Sunday. Tonight, brackets are going to come out. Make sure join the Early Edge official bracket challenge group. You can scan the QR code right there on the screen or join via link at cbssports.com slash early edge. Compete for free against everyone on the show, everyone in the chat, for prizes, and so much more. We did it last year. It was a ton of fun, and it's going to be fun again this year. But enough of me yapping. Let's bring in the stars of the show. Get this thing fired up. Look at the guys here. Look at Sharp. Now, I do have to say, first off, Mike, I apologize for cutting your internet and everything else in the building. I apologize for that. So we're going to only going to have Avatar, Mike, even though it's a sharp-looking Avatar. Mike, how we doing, buddy? Good morning, AV. Happy Sunday brunch. It is, uh, yeah, it's an avatar kind of day over here. No cameras working. I can't see anything because it's rainy and foggy outside. Uh, it's an interesting morning over here in Nashville, for sure. It definitely is, for sure. Now, seeing Najad, you're down in South Florida. Seems like it's always fantastic down there. How are we doing? It's always fantastic down here. It feels like Mike is, it's like we're, we got Mike's alter ego today and it's his projection model and it's, it's his optimizer and all the, 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 the fancy stuff he uses. That's what's entering the show today. So we don't get Mike, but we get his alter ego. Kind of cool. You know what? We'll take it. Any way that we could get Mike, we will accept it. And prop stars, I have no idea where the hell parts unknown are, but it seems like it's tropical. Goose likes it. He's jumping down. How we doing? <laughs> Goose is pumped up. It's apparently uh, no webcam Sundays on uh, the early edge this morning. So shout out to Mikey. What's up, Cousin Sia? AB, great to see you. We lost an hour of lab time last night, but we certainly will make up for it. I've got a prop that I love. I've got another prop that I'm going to put out later today as well. AB, ready to break it down. 
I love it, man. I love it. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and get into the uh, storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And see, ya. I'm going to come right back at you. PJ Tour, Scotty Scheffler, dude. Your boy's on fire. Can he finish the job? Yeah, he probably can finish the job. I mean, he really is on fire. And this is sort of Scotty's season. For those of you that tracked golf last year, this, I mean, Scotty won the Masters and he was winning pre, prior to the Masters. Just this is just the time of year where he really flashes. Now he might flash for the entire year. I'm not really sure. And we might be calling him the number one golfer in the world in a matter of weeks. But it's going to be tough to catch Scotty Scheffler. I'll tell you, if you watch the early wedge, you already hit all your matchups or, or all my matchups that I put out there. But I did have Tommy Fleetwood as one of my five outrights. Um, a couple of the other ones, by the way, were Colin Moore, Cowan Hobland, who had a shot as of yesterday and a couple days ago. But we got Tommy Fleetwood at 85 to one. So we've already had a really good day from an early wedge standpoint. Um, hopefully you guys are all dialed into that. But if Tommy Fleetwood can somehow catch uh, Scotty Scheffler, which I don't expect, by the way, um, we have cashed an 85 to one ticket. All right. Five to one. Be nice. Now, prop stars. Dude, is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? Like, is, is this for real about to go down? Is this really about to happen? Break it down. What do you say? Yeah, well, they're certainly preparing for that uh, possibility, A.B., by – creating a lot of salary cap space. The Jets have created $15.2 million in salary cap room by restructuring three veteran contracts. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson, DJ Reed, Tyler Conklin all had their contracts restructured uh, ahead of potentially adding Aaron Rodgers. The Jets can also save more than an additional uh, $23 million because they were slightly over the $224 million cap. Teams must be compliant by Wednesday, which is the start of the new league year now they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision he can either request a trade to the Jets retire or return to the Green Bay Packers that seems like the most unlikely option of the three uh, he spoke with Brandon Marshall former wide receiver at a charity flag football event uh, just yesterday he said it won't be long quote unquote before he makes a decision on his NFL future uh, so yeah he realizes that it needs to happen quickly hopefully we have a resolution to this by the start of free agency the legal tampering period begins on monday i would certainly love to see aaron Rodgers continue playing on the jets i think that would be very very interesting yeah him and the afc east would be wild mikey what are your thoughts on that man yeah i think it would be fascinating if he ended up there um i, I think it's probably where he ends up um, I think that he makes any team better instantly. Uh, I think the reason why is he's going to come out. He's a guy that I don't want to get in the way of when he's incredibly motivated. And I don't think that he will ever be more motivated uh, than he will right in this kind of a situation. So, uh, yeah, I think that wherever he lands, I, I expect that team to uh, immediately find at least some level of success. See, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and I'm not reporting this, but but I, I have heard kind of secondhand from, from an insider that, I so listen, I think he's going to the Jets as well. Um, but I have heard from an insider that perhaps it's not going to be the Jets and it's going to be the Raiders. And I only say that not to report it, but that there's definitely other teams that are potentially in the mix here. See, that's fascinating to me because I I, I, I was wondering, I was like, it can't just be the Jets. Like, it can't be the only team that's out there for him. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to see. But I think Mike makes the best point. Like, we haven't really seen motivated Aaron Rodgers in a little while, right? And, and I kind of want to see that again. I mean, I, I know that we're getting to the end of his career, but, yeah, I, I want to see that for sure. All right, let's get into our uh, big marquee games for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. March Madness is almost here. Who's in? Who's out? The answers are revealed on the March Madness Selection Show, March 12th on CBS. Dude, tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, CBS. We're going to be all over it, all over at CBS Sports HQ, everything. So, again, make sure... Jump in that early edge bracket challenge. Get in there now. We want everybody, the entire crew, going against each other, and it's going to be fun. All right, let's jump into our marquee matchups for today. Now, fellas, first one we have, SEC Championship here. Texas A&M versus Alabama. Alabama's four-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 145. That tips off at 1 p.m. Eastern. Mikey, I throw it over to you first, man. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, I think it's a fascinating game here. Uh, you have a nice situation where both teams are, are firmly in the NCAA tournament. So that that's always, um, you know, you're not going to risk injury. You're not going to do things like that to go out and win certain situations. Um, but what's interesting here is we have contrasting styles of play. Uh, you're going to hear that a lot today, which is always fascinating the way it works out like that. you got a Bama team that wants to get out and run. They want to score in transition. They want to push the tempo. Texas A&M, they want to play a half-court offensive game. I think they're going to have success dictating their pace of play in this one. Uh, I think Bama wins a really tight game overall here. Uh, I have a slight lean to the under. Uh, it is also moving that way. This thing opened 147. It's down to 145. I make the number 144. Not really much room left to play with here. Uh, but I do think it's an interesting live betting candidate because these two teams can definitely play a, a matchup where it's you know low to mid-60s or they can play in the 80s. Uh, just depending on who has more success dictating their tempo and or if one team jumps out to that double-digit lead, you know, early in this game like we've seen at times, especially in this SEC tournament. So start on the under, and, yeah, give me a fun one to watch. Yeah, you know, I'm fascinated, and see, I'm going to jump to you. I want your thoughts as well. But, you know, teams like Alabama, and we're going to talk about Purdue as well here in just a second. Yeah, I mean, they don't really have a ton to play for, right? Like, I mean, yeah, you want to play for your conference championship, you know, all of that. I get it for sure, but... Yeah, man, like they're kind of solidified with where they're at. See, what are your thoughts here on uh, A&M Alabama? Yeah, I think once you get to the to the final game, though, I think you're, you're maybe more properly motivated than you might be in, in the semis or the quarterfinals. Um, that, that's just my thought there. Now they've gotten, you know, what, what I'm saying is they've gotten this far and they may as well um, be motivated enough to actually get that trophy, get that banner up in their in their um, arena. I think Mike, Mikey's right. I think this is going to be a close game. And, and, and if anything, I'm not really looking at totals in general, but if anything, I'm looking at Texas A&M plus four and a half. I'm actually really impressed with Texas A&M. 
And, and I think this, like Mikey said, I think this is a tight game. It's not a play I'm making official, but if I'm leaning anywhere, it's definitely Texas A&M getting the points. Yeah, I mean, their style of offense, man, it's fascinating. Like, to watch, they, you know, it's 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 a dribble drive to the rack, get fouls, right? Mm-hmm. Get ball within the line. See if you can get 30 free throw attempts, man. Like, they do it. And in that first half yesterday, Alabama and uh, Missouri was atrocious. It was awful, man. Like, neither team could shoot, could hit. It was gross. So, I'm fascinated to see how that plays out for today props any thoughts that you have here uh shout out herb jones former alabama alumni one of my favorite nba players there we go all right game number two dayton vcu vcu is a two and a half point favorite total of 124 and a half mikey i throw it back to you again your thoughts here we got a tip at 1 p.m eastern i hope you like poor offensive efficiency and low pace because uh, that's what you're going to see here in this one you know there are certain conferences in college basketball i you know we, we see different endings in the nba all-star game i would love to see a division that was just first team to 60 wins that's it we're, we're done playing the game at that point that's what this basketball game is going to be though it's first team to 60 wins this one uh look dayton one of the slowest teams in college basketball rated 350 at the pace of play VCU is going to play right there with them at a very, very similar tempo. Uh, as far as the game goes, though, like they might get to the foul line. There's no real rebounding edges on either side. This matchup is about as close as it could possibly get. It, it comes down to which team, you know, can find a little rhythm and score. But uh, it, scoring is tough in this one. Like I said, first one to 60 kind of wins here. So. I, I don't have a play on this game at all. I would lean to the under. It's a very low number. It's very live to go to overtime as well. So, uh, yeah, not not a game that I'm going to be betting. Certainly one to watch, though, as it will be uh, a little drama down the stretch for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, this total is way below what most of the others. Yeah. Generally today, yeah, across the board, it, it's average roughly around 135, somewhere around there. So, yeah, definitely. See your thoughts here, man. Anything that, you, uh, that you've noticed? A couple things. A couple things I noted. Uh, looks like the Alabama line is up to uh, minus five. So just something to consider. If you thought, oh, four and a half does sound like a good idea, just probably look around. You're, you're probably going to be able to get it at five. Pretty big difference there, in my opinion. Uh, VCU is also minus two instead of two and a half. These are just moving, so these are fluid. But I, I do like VCU minus two. Um, I, I really like how VCU has played. I, I believe the last time I should have looked at this. The last time they played Dayton. Uh, they might have lost that game, but but again, I like how BC, I like their trajectory right now. If anything, I, I'm not going to play this pre-flop, but if Dayton can grab a lead, even if it's a small lead early, uh, I think this is a really good live bet opportunity candidate where you might get VCU money line instead of VCU minus two. So I would probably wait for a live bet here. All right, nice call. All right, third game here. This one's going to be fun. Memphis, Houston. All right, we've got Houston, a six-point favorite, total of 135, tips off at three. 15 p.m. Eastern. See, I'll throw it right back at you, man. Look, Memphis Tigers have been playing great basketball lately. Houston, obviously, we've seen what they've done. Uh, they hammered on Cincinnati yesterday. Uh, clearly one of the best teams in the country. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, my thoughts are this is too many points. Again, I'm, I'm happy to take the dog here, plus five and a half. I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be a good fight. Um, give me Memphis. Yeah, and, you know, the fascinating part with this game is that Memphis is an older team, right? Like, they're, they're a more veteran team. Obviously, uh, you know, pr- pretty well coached there, but they don't really have a ton of size, right? And we saw last time that these two teams played, Memphis played almost a perfect game, and then Houston steals it at the end, you know? And, and Houston, with their size, they can be they can be a mismatch for a lot of guys. Mikey, I throw it to you, man. What are your thoughts? What do you see? Uh, what do you like, dislike about this game? 
Yeah, I mean, I think we have to talk about the most important thing here, and that's the status of Marcus Sasser for Houston. Uh, he went down with a growing injury, uh, re-aggravated again yesterday, left that game, did not return. Uh, you know, what do you do if you're Houston in this spot? You've already locked things up for the most part. You're going to be a one seed no matter what, I think. I, I'm pretty sure they're locked into a one seed. I don't think a win gives them the number one overall seed. Uh, I think that's definitely out of the question for them as well. So they're mostly locked into seeding. Is it worth risking any further injury on a growing, which we know can linger for a week or two, really? Uh, is it worth risking anything on Marcus Sasser before the tournament? What's incredibly important for them and will be in this matchup, and it is for every team in March, you've got to have quality guard play. Uh, not having Marcus Sasser out there definitely has an impact on the Houston side. Uh, I think the motivation is definitely higher on the Memphis side. Uh, I would lean towards them. The issue with that is, is if they're not playing incredibly well in terms of shooting percentage, uh, things can snowball really quickly against this Memphis or against this Houston team. Uh, this is another one. I, I say this phrase a lot because we, we get it so frequently in these big games. Massive contrast in styles, right? Houston wants to play incredibly slow. They want to play that physical half-court game. Memphis has got to run. They've got to score in transition. Uh, it's going to come down to who can dictate it. And it's a lot easier to dictate pace when you've got your guards on the floor. So without Sasser in the lineup, potentially, I, I think that Memphis is definitely live here. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it right there. Like Memphis is definitely going to be the motivated team, but if they can't dictate the pace and they can't dictate, you know, how it's going in the paint, you can be as motivated as you want. Uh, yeah, Mikey, I think you broke that, that one perfectly. All right, final marquee matchup here, Penn State-Purdue. All right, Big Ten Championship here. Purdue, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, total of 135. Uh, we've got a tip at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, Mikey, throw it back at you, man. What are your thoughts here? Uh, did you watch Purdue Ohio State yesterday? Because yeah. I think this is going to be an exact replay of the way that game went down. Uh, you know, you've got a team in Penn State just like Ohio State. They heck of a run here, right? They've largely overperformed uh, to get to this point. They have been in a dogfight every single game, essentially. Looking back at their what last six games. They haven't won a game by more than four points. The largest margin of victory was four points yesterday against Indiana. Um, they, they've been in dogfights, winning all of these games incredibly close. They're outmatched when it comes to Purdue in this particular spot. It's a very comfortable matchup for Purdue. They're going to both play with a very similar slow pace of play here. Um, not going to touch the pregame number. I think it's going to be just like Ohio State. I think it's going to be super competitive early. You're going to grab that live number at three and a half or better and, and move on. See it? Totally agree with that. I, I think I, I love what I saw from Penn State yesterday, but I think sort of the the, the run is over here. And I think Purdue no, kind of knows what to expect. They've seen Penn State's best, and I don't think we're going to see Penn State's best regardless today. So uh, I'm not super comfortable with the seven and a half. Uh, I, I totally agree with Mike. Try to grab a live number. And and listen, if 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 the live number if the live number never happens, then it never happens. But you don't need to force a bad number preflop or what you might perceive as a bad number preflop just because you want to have a bet on the game. So I agree with Mikey. Uh, wait for a live opportunity under the seven and a half. Props, you're a Philly guy. You going Penn State, you going Purdue here. What are your thoughts? Uh, we are Penn State. Very good. All right. Well said. All right. Let's get into our best bets, man. Let's talk some bets for today. All right. Before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from our wonderful partner. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the UEFA Europa League on Paramount+. Plus. What a night! You're home for more ultra-competitive world-class soccer where Europe's elite and soccer Cinderella's pump out that one-of-a-kind white-knuckle excitement that grows with every cut, every cross, and each and every... The UEFA Europa League. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Lovely. Lovely. All right. Let's get in our best bet for today. Mikey, I'm coming right back at you. One play, NASCAR. Bring it, bro. What do you got? Yeah, we're heading to NASCAR streets. This one's available over on DraftKings. I want to target Denny Hamlin here versus William Byron. Uh, look, I think this is a great setup for Denny Hamlin. Looked pretty good in qualifying early. Great starting position here. But I expect the Toyotas overall to be very strong in this format here. Racing on intermediate tracks, that's where Denny Hamlin has excelled throughout his career. And really here at Phoenix, uh, you know, you look at, at some of the results here. You may not see a bunch of wins next to his name at this racetrack. But what we care about is how often he's been in a position to win. He's led a ton of laps at this racetrack, uh, more than a lot of drivers in this field here. I think this is a fantastic spot to back him. Uh, you got Byron and, and all the Hendricks cars coming off a really strong performance last week here. I think their numbers are just a little bit inflated. Look for Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, some of the Toyotas to really have a ton of success today. I played Hamlin minus 115 over William Byron. Nice. All right, and speaking of a one-play shot at it and somebody balling out, props coming over to you, our man, Jokic. What do you got, dude? Yeah, we're taking a shot here on Nikola Jokic. We're going uh, Nikola Jokic to record a triple-double. This guy has been phenomenal this season, averaging a triple-double at center, which is just absolutely insane. Looking at his home versus road splits at home where this game will be played in Denver, he's averaging 24.3 points, 12.9 rebounds, 11.1 assists, compared to 24 points, 10.5 rebounds, 8.6 assists on the road. So certainly does not hurt having the local scorers table who always have been a lot more generous when it comes to handing out uh, assists and rebounds to the home team players so I really like that aspect of this uh, also he's averaging a triple double 24 points 12 and a half rebounds almost 11 assists in wins compared to his splits uh, when the team loses Denver are nine point favorites in this game as well he's eclipsed this total in 26 of 59 games this season but he's eclipsed this in 19 of 35 home games so the fact that Denver being heavily favored it being in Denver I think there's a pretty high probability that he gets a triple double and the fact that you can get this around plus 105 is some nice value here so give me Jokic to record a triple double today your boy your boy now see you look 
We spoke about it yesterday. We spoke about the last two days. I'm a baseball dude, superstitious, all that stuff. You know what? Look, I'll tell you this. You hit the picks. Look, I'm not I'm not even saying a word. Go ahead. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So we are 11 and 0 on the week on, on the early edge specifically. And, and that's factoring in the matchups I put out on the early wedge, which were three um, tournament matchups, which cashed in in 36 hours uh, instead of the regular. What, what would that be? 72 hours. So um, we're, we're running real good. I've, I've got one pick in golf today. It starts in about 45 minutes. So we're trying to go 12 and 0 on the week. That's college basketball. That's golf combined. Um, I'm worried here because not because I don't like the pick, but because I really don't want to lose at the end of the week. So we are going to go with the guy that I've actually been on two of these picks that I've had in this 11 and 0 run have related to Wyndham Clark. I had a round one matchup, which you all recall because it was on the early edge, Wyndham Clark over Thomas Dietrich. And then I mentioned when I gave that pick out that on the early wedge, I had a tournament matchup. The same exact matchup was offered for the entire tournament, the 72 holes. And that of course was Wyndham Clark over Thomas Dietrich. Well, both of those cash. So I'm going back to Wyndham Clark again. This time, Dietrich's not in the tournament anymore. He missed the cut. So that's why we cashed that one so easily. It's against Brandon Wu. And Brandon Wu's a little sneaky. And he's been playing really well, frankly, over the last few weeks. And he's been playing pretty well in this tournament. And he has some upside. But I think he has some downside, too. And I just really like Wyndham Clark's game right now. There have been times where Wyndham Clark's been a little erratic, particularly in round two where his approach game wasn't very good. But rounds one, rounds three, the ball striking was good. The short game was good. And I just think right now he's the better player. So I'm going to take Wyndham Clark minus 130 against Brandon Wu. You can get this pretty much anywhere because the, the matchups are kind of frozen in terms of we, we know who the matchups are across the books, whereas day one and day two, sometimes the matchups are a little bit different. So you can get this at Caesars. You can get it. At a FanDuel, I believe you can certainly get it at DraftKings. Give me Wyndham Clark minus 130 over Brandon Wu. Again, this starts in about 30 minutes. There was a chat question because normally I do have some XFL. There was, and this is not an official play, but there was a chat question uh, regarding the DC Defenders minus six. They're at home. They're a really good home team. They get a really good home crowd, but I don't like them minus six. In fact, I like the Vegas uh, Vi Vipers. I might put something out on Twitter if I if I want to make that an official play, but it's not an official play right now, but I really like how Brett Hundley is playing. I know you're going to scoff at the whole Brett Hundley notion, but believe me, he's got a ton of confidence and he played really well in a close loss last week that they absolutely should have won. So I wouldn't take the Defenders here minus six. If anything, I'm on the Vegas Vi Vipers plus six. Nice. And I'll tell you what, Wyndham Clark, right? Yeah. He sounds yep. like one of those mid-major hotels that you stay at, like, for a week for work, and you leave and yes. you're like, you're like, this hotel's nicer than I thought it was. Like, it was yes. clean. Yeah. Shout out to the Wyndham like Clark. Yeah, yes. exactly. We are basing this pick off of nice mid-major hotels. One of the best spas uh, in the country, the Wyndham Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, Bucket says, look, he's in the chat. AB, give out a Turkish soccer pick. Look, uh, we had some turkeys in the road this morning that I was behind. So me and Buckets were talking about that on Twitter. However, I can't read any of these turkey teams, Turkish teams. So we're not even going to try. However, Buckets, I tell you what, it's funny that you say that. Everybody grab your paper, grab your pencil. Take a look at the recap here. And Buckets, I'll start with me. All right, we're going. LAFC, New England, both teams to score, minus 135, MLS, the only one on it tonight. These are two solid offensive teams. LAFC might be arguably the best team in the MLS. I don't know what Philadelphia is doing. But, yeah, both teams have scored buckets. It's me and you, man. We're riding that one. Mike McClure is on. Denny Hamlin, minus 115 versus William Byron. Sia is on. 
Wyndham Clark, the mid-major, minus 130 versus Brandon Wu. Wyndham's coming through for us today, and Prop Stars is on. Call it Jokic, triple-double at plus 105. Fellas, all right, Selection Sunday, okay? Everybody's going to get their brackets tonight. Again, everyone, make sure to join the Early Edge bracket, cbsports.com slash early edge. It's free. Play against all of us, and there will be prizes and so much more, and we'll be updating that throughout the entire tournament live on the show. Any final thoughts we have before the slate of games today, before Selection Sunday? Well, I'm excited about Selection Sunday, and I'm excited about everybody in the chat um, losing to me. I'm talking. I'm giving you bulletin board material. I'm giving you bulletin board material. So, so when it comes back on me in a week or two, you can be like, uh, "C is in um, 250th place, and and somebody in the chat's in second place." So, get in there so we can talk some smack over the next few weeks. I love it. I love it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live normal time Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. But until then, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.